Welcome to episode 188 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about uh, iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Um, oh, um, meeting is being recorded. Got it. Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> um, yeah. Glad, glad to be here. Yes. Glad to have you. And Thank back you. on the show, Jeff Gannett. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing, Jeff? Well, thanks for having me back. And uh, I just have to let everyone know well first it's awesome to hang out with both of you yes. and uh, second i cannot believe that you left me alone completely <laughs> unattended and unsupervised on your live stream i'm gonna have to go look at that later yeah i had yeah, to reboot <laughs> so, so basically what it comes down to people is that if uh, if you show up early for the show and dave and warren have to bail you get whatever I'm going to talk about if I'm here and there's nothing they can do to stop me. Did you take off your shirt and just start prancing around too and talk about it? I've got the moves going on. Awesome. See, this is what you miss when Dave is fiddling around. It looks like De- and Derek was in the chat room uh, for on YouTube. So, uh, sorry. Sorry about that. Derek. So we it's should a- apologize in advance. It was full spoilers, he said. So you must have did something. <laughs> Derek, you are awesome. Um, so if anybody doesn't know that, you can go to our, our YouTube page when we do record this live. Uh, that's youtube.com slash DaveG65. We are live on Thursday nights. And uh, since we're talking about it, I figured I would just uh, say that. Um, but uh, we do have a good show for this uh, week. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Uh, some more beta discussion a uh, couple topics will be to talk about uh, VPN I want to kind of talk a little bit about VPN and, and is it really worth having it on your iPhone or your iPad uh, doing some resets and then uh, probably gonna have a little bit of a discussion about uh, meta also known as Facebook losing 10 billion dollars and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, uh, uh. we'll we'll, we'll uh, have a, a good lively art of conversation here so and but of course we always have to start off with the news here so let's uh, jump right in here um, first story here was is on Mac rumors. Apple releases Watch OS 8.4.1 with bug fixes for Apple Watch Series 4 and later. Uh, this was a, a released back on Tuesday before we record the show. Um, it was a minor update to Watch OS 8, uh, which was launched in September. It was a week after 8.4 came out, and it uh, fixed an ongoing charging issue. I thought 8.4 was uh, supposed to fix the charging issue. Apparently, it didn't because... They had a release a dot one version. Uh, it's it, it, an Apple does say it's unspecified fixes and uh, it's Apple Watch four, Series four and later, but there's no no additional information. So, Jeff, why do they do this? They're always releasing these kind of things and it's never tell us why. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if uh, if we really needed to know, Apple would tell us. We we just shouldn't worry our pretty little heads yeah. about it. Don't worry. And, it works. You know, and something like this, it could be as simple as uh, someone forgot to flip the switch for uh, uh, code in the update being uh, being uh, available only for testers versus all of us, and so they had to release the dot one update to turn on the part of the code that was left like in debugging mode or something who knows yeah but uh, go do it it's a bug fix uh definitely recommend doing that uh, warren you're already on beta so i know you don't have this on here but uh you're running no. 8.5 8. right 8.5 and uh seems probably better than whatever your 8.4 was so yeah, that, that's the update that enables holographic display on the Apple Watch, right? <laughs> that is, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. score one, for, score one for the beta team. Right yeah. Now, so. Yes. So go update it. Uh, for those of you who don't live on the edge, like like Warren does, uh, uh, make sure you go run up, up and update that. Okay. Hey, at, at least at least I get notes of what my updates are. Yeah. Well, it's beta. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, next story. We talked about this before. YouTube still testing the picture-in-picture on iOS with premium subscribers. Uh, YouTube today, uh, as of this week, uh, as we record, it t- it's testing period for iPhone's picture-in-picture feature by an additional two weeks. YouTube premium subscribers now have access to the picture-in-picture mode on iOS as an experimental feature, quote-unquote, until February 14th, according to YouTube. Uh, 
Uh, but the feature was originally set to be available until January 31st, but I guess they extended it. Picture-in-picture uh, picture mode is available on the iPhone running uh, iOS 14 and later and allows videos to be watched while using other apps, which is no-brainer because you can do that with other apps already. Um, so I, I guess there was a statement back in June of 2021 that uh, they had planned the launches for all users. Not You didn't have to have a premium subscription, but there was no time frame when that was going to be available. Uh, but if you do uh, have the premium uh, subscription, I'm grandfathered in. I have the $9.99 plan, but uh, they are now pricing it at $11.99 a month in the U.S., uh, which is which I think is well worth it with ad ad free videos and being able to download videos and and all kinds of other stuff. But uh, and then they updated it uh, in a statement uh, saying that they still plan to launch the picture in picture for all users without YouTube Premium in the U.S., but they don't have any updates. So. Why is this such a crazy thing here, Jeff? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe they should team up with uh, WatchOS yeah. uh, dev team because, yeah. And I mean, seriously, though, is picture in picture that difficult, especially when Apple has the, the hooks in the, in the operating system for it? Yeah, they already do. I mean, I use uh, Xfinity Stream to watch uh, TV shows. I use uh, IMDb TV. I watch that. You could use that mm-hmm. in picture, picture. And there's plenty of other video source, sources out there that do it already. And why Google has to make a huge deal out of this on iOS, I no idea. Do you, are you a premium subscriber or are you, do, are you, uh, are you just uh, watch the ads? I am not a premium subscriber. And, uh, and I do my best to avoid watching ads. Because uh, they they get really annoying. They do. But I, I'm not watching enough YouTube consistently enough to justify paying. So actually what ends up happening is uh, if a video comes up and it has an ad that you can't click through to continue on, mm-hmm. I just close the window. Yeah. I don't I don't need to see the video that bad. The content provider is being a jerk. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. What do you think, Warren? Are you, are you, a, are you a premium subscriber? No. Um, and the only reason I would be is for the picture, not the picture in picture, but being able to do something else on my phone while the video plays. Um, so if we're going to get that eventually, then you know, I don't need it. Um, but yeah, it's a pain when you're watching something on YouTube and like your phone rings or you have to check something and everything. Not only do you have to like get out of it, but then like you when you go back into YouTube, it doesn't remember where you are, and oh, it's, it's it's awful. So, um, I I try to avoid YouTube on my phone as much as possible. To be honest with you, okay. Well, that, I think that's a uh, a thing that some people will do. But I'm kind of an YouTube junkie. It's hard hard to avoid, especially when researching for you find people when I'm doing uh, uh, notes for this show. So <laughs> I got to be active on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's uh let's move on here and uh, next story here uh Apple will pay 95 million dollars in a class action lawsuit over refurbished Apple Care Plus replacements. Um if you ever had an iPhone or an iPad replaced under Apple Care plan, you could soon be eligible to receive a payout in a recently settled class action lawsuit. Here we go, Chuck. <laughs> we know you like class action lawsuits against Apple. Uh, <laughs> 2020, in 2019, a class action lawsuit was uh, uh, certified against Apple, alleging that the company had used inferior products when replacing devices through its Apple Care, Apple Care Plus protection plans. Uh, specifically, the plaintiffs were saying that uh, it violated the terms and conditions by offering refurbished devices instead of replacing it with new ones. Um, so, Basically, like we all, like every one of these class action lawsuits that I, I, we seem to be reading about on, on a somewhat daily basis here, uh, you may get some money. Um, what do you think, Warren? I mean, it's happened, I think, to me, too. I think I've gotten a refurbished part and so me too. Part, and it never really bothered me, to be honest with you. Um, as long as it looks new and it has the same warranty, and I mean, it's fine yeah. with me. Um, I mean, the only thing I could tell you is, uh, you know, you didn't put it in the story, but it's kind of related that, uh, did you see Zag was a Zag has their own Apple care competitor now. So, you know, it's, it's, there's more options coming, mm-hmm. uh, if you're not into the Apple care plus 
scene. Um, but yeah, never bothered me, but whatever. I guess it bothered $95 million worth of people. I think it did. Don't you think, Jeff? <laughs> well, I, I think the $95 million is Apple paying to make the problem go away. Yeah. And, and to the lawyers. Which is pocket change for Apple, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, lawyer, so the lawyers will get $94.9 million and everybody else gets Right. Yeah. And, and a refurbished Apple product, it's not the same thing as buying a used device. Because Correct. Apple takes in... Re- the the used devices and then rebuilds them so it's mm-hmm. new components and uh, you know like maybe the the part that's original is the inner frame or something but uh, uh, the the argument in this case that it's not possible for Apple to sell you a refurbished product that's as good as a brand new product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they're basing it on things like, well, you know, what about battery life? The battery already has some use. No, it's going to be a new battery in there. And, uh, um, yeah, I, I think this is uh, 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 a crap lawsuit, actually. Yeah. And, uh, and then most of them are, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- for me, if, uh, if the, okay, the time that I would be upset if Apple gave me a refurbished product and, and I've had uh, a couple iPhones replaced under Apple care and they give me the white box with the refurb in it. Um, the, uh, the only time I'd be really upset with that is like, if I bought a, a brand new iPhone and it's in the first like week or two and there's, and there's just something obviously defective with this device and I take it in and they give me a refurb. Okay, at that point, I feel like we're still new enough in the in that purchase cycle that they should swap it out with a brand new device. Otherwise, they should refund me some money so yeah. that I'm paying a refurbished uh, product price. Right, but otherwise, you know, this is fine. I mean, I've purchased refurbished products from the, the Apple refurb store many times, and the products. Are like brand new practically. I mean, they certify them. They, you you get them. You you get a full warranty on them. Plus, you can buy Apple Care on a on a refurbished product too. And then it's it's basically the same in my view. You know, whether yeah. it be traded, whether it's replaced based on the new product being replaced with the refurbished or 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 not. I mean, it's well, the the three of us don't keep products long you know, long enough to even really no. worry about it. I think, <laughs> I think Jeff yeah, does. generally speaking. Well. <laughs> Some of my products, I mean, like, hey, I'm rocking an Apple Watch Series 4. Right. Um, but uh, that's that has to change this year because my battery is not going to hold out. Poor soul. I mean, habits. <laughs> do, do, you, do you have shoes in the winter? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I wrap my feet in newspaper <laughs> and then slap myself and cry. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I just realized that I... Uh, I have a refurbished product that I believe is actually not refurbished. Uh, Apple replaced a HomePod Mini for me under mm. Apple Care, and as far as I can tell, the only difference between what what they gave me and a brand new brand new product is that mine came in a white box instead of the the printed HomePod Mini box, and uh, and the device inside, from what they led me to believe, it's just a brand new HomePod Mini. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do that just because they want to distinguish between a, a new stock product and uh, a product that's being used to replace you know, under Apple Care. What's sure. actually What's actually interesting is Best Buy has, um, uh, you know, they have a system too. They have open box certified, open box excellent, and then it goes down from there. And you can get, you know, cheaper as it gets, you know, less perfect. I would, I for one probably would, welcome apple to do something like that too because i'm sure they have a lot of things that aren't in great shape that you know are in pretty decent shape that you could you know spend less money on too um but they don't do that so they don't yeah uh that's how i got my magic trackpad uh from best buy open Mm -hmm. box and like just just yesterday that's fine yeah, and the, the crazy thing is when i got it it had never been opened like the the original shipping uh, shrink wrap was still on the box. Yep. That, yep. Yeah. Same and it turns monitor. out, yeah, I spent, I got $50 off a monitor that I'm looking at now that was open box. Excellent. And I mean, it's perfect. So yeah, I mean, it, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And That's in a- my case, 
the open box meant that it was a uh, like a, a corporation that had bought a bunch of uh, of magic trackpads from um, uh, Best Buy and whatever they didn't need. Ultimately, Best Buy took back as uh, as open box to resell, yeah. but all the devices had been provisioned before uh, uh, the company got them because when I plugged it in. Mine still had the name for the company it was provisioned for, yeah. And uh, you know, so I just did a quick reset, and there you go. I, th- I think just real fast. I think once with Best Buy, I think I bought a tablet, an Android tablet, and I didn't like it, and I returned it, and then I realized the thing I didn't like about it, I I knew how to fix. I went back and bought the open box version of it, um, which was and it was still yours. I, it was mine. It was one. I, so you know, I, I, I'm not advocating that, but you know, yeah. But it worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, move on. The next story here is uh, Beat Studio Buds. It gains new AirPods features with uh, the free firm for free firmware upgrade. Although Apple uh, operates its Beats division within somewhat of arm's length, uh, that pretty much makes sense because you hardly even know that's their product. Um, almost all the headphones and ear- earphones it launches under that brand in the past year have included mostly the same iPhone integrations that the AirPods are famous for, including things like seamless pairing and iPhones and syncing of the, 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 that pairing across multiple Apple devices via iCloud. They also were packed with the W1 and the H1 chips, which are found in the AirPods, and letting them work alongside uh, the Air, uh, Apple branded earbuds that features like audio sharing. But uh, but when they when they released these buds, um, the audio sharing wasn't included in the Apple uh, with the Apple Silicon, so uh, which was kind of interesting. Uh, just to being an Apple product. Uh, but this new firmware that just was released this week as we record here, uh, Apple released a firmware upgrade to the uh, Beats Studio Buds. And while there isn't any official release notes, what a surprise, the company has uh, confirmed that it, it has added additional new features to improve the experience for Apple users. Significantly, this includes syncing pairing with the devices that share the user's iCloud account. Uh, that means if you, like AirPods, you, your your device will sync across all your devices that use head, AirPods. Um and it's got the battery pop-up screen that comes up on your Mac, uh, as well as uh, other things. But uh, it also is bringing some audio sharing uh, feature. But you won't know. I'm sorry, you won't be able to do the audio sharing feature. Uh, but if you can live without that, the Beat Studio Buds are good, and they they are attractive. But because they do fit, you know, quite nicely in your ear. Um, you 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 being the audio guy, uh, Jeff. What do you think? Um, for people that enjoy Beats, this is great. Uh, for me, I. I would never use beats. They, they are focused on people that, uh, that have a preference for, for extremely bass heavy uh, uh, profiles for their music. And for me, that ends up making what I'm listening to, too muddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, so I'm just not a fan of beats, but for everyone that is great. And to me, it's kind of crazy that Apple at this point isn't rolling out Beats with feature parity to uh, to their Apple branded headphones. Yeah, absolutely. Any any thoughts on that, Warren? No, I haven't owned a pair of Beats in years. Uh, personally, uh, my son used to have a few, uh, but he even he grew out of the Beats uh, situation. He has a couple of Sony's that he likes. Um. But yeah, this is a, a heart pounding, interesting uh, uh, story um, that that we got going here um, with that firmware with that firmware update. That yeah, there you go. All right, I will leave it at that. Uh, next story: uh, uh, sale of silent air tags on eBay and Etsy raises privacy concerns. Uh, this is a Mac rumors. Yeah, Apple Air, Apple AirTag tracking devices with deactivated speakers have been spotted on eBay and Etsy, raising privacy concerns about the risks of removing one of the AirTag safety guards, uh, which is, uh, this is a report in PC Mag. Uh, the modified AirTags dubbed silent AirTags have, have their internal speaker removed, uh, so they're, so it's no longer... Uh, <clears throat> So it's no longer able to emit a sound. That's the whole point of it. So you can find your things. 
um, to highlight its presence. The silent AirTag looks identical to a normal AirTag other than a small hole cut into the device's battery to disconnect the speaker. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Etsy merchant behind one of these product listings, which offered the silent AirTags for $77.50. (laughs) Wow. Uh, It's $25 when you buy a regular one, right? (laughs) Right, but you get the, the stealth mode. Yeah, that costs fifty bucks more. Strangely enough, my my mom has an air tag on her dog that I got her uh, mm-hmm. that I got for her, and three months after we put it on, the speaker stopped working. Uh, it still works. <laughs> other than that, but yeah. you know, I should you know sell the, it the for speaker on the air tag. It's actually really interesting because if you crack one open, there's no speaker. Hmm. There's uh, at the center of that that wafer the mm-hmm. logic board wafer there's a little magnet and there's kind of a coil thing that goes around it <clears throat> and so what's happening is the um the air tag is vibrating and it's creating Pretty the nice. sound mm-hmm. through the vibrations that that uh this whole little magnet setup thing so creates. they're not they're not saying they're removing it either from what i read they're drilling some kind of hole into that's what it. i say yeah they drill a hole yeah just to, yeah. through which, the, which is still crazy, but yeah, it makes sense. They're just kind of killing the ability for that uh, for that vibration thing to happen. And, and, and uh, yeah, funny, but still, I mean, this is kind of scary. It's scary. The funny thing is, too, in the beginning when people were trying to buy, uh, avoid buying uh, the um, holders for it, people were drilling onto the top of it. So you can, you know, right. So you can put a little <laughs> lanyard on it. Right. So now, now, you know, now you could have two holes in it. So the, so the seller that was on Etsy actually told PC Mag that the intent of this modification was to cater to the several requests of buyers interested in other AirTag products that were uh, interested in fitting an AirTag to their bikes, pets, and power tools. These requests led me led me to a list to listing it as a product on Etsy, albeit uh, without a great deal of traction. The vast uh, majority of the sales on my Etsy profile are from sales on my modified Slim AirTag designed to obtrusively fit inside a purse or wallet. All right. Well, still we have, there's been such, we've talked about this on the show a bunch of weeks now about the privacy concerns. We've talked about the privacy, uh, the personal safety user guide, Apple uh, updated with their tag information. I mean, doesn't the phone let you know either way? Yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, you know, my wife has been driving my car this week uh, because we had hers in the shop and, I have an air tag on my keychain. It's been bugging the heck out of her that she has an air tag in her purse because mm-hmm. I don't have that air tag synced to her account. So the Vine Mice kept telling her that right. uh, there's there's a there's an air tag on on so you your, can, your person. So you could drill the speaker up, but that person's still going to know. So I mean, if they have yeah. a phone, you, yeah. you, uh, Well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, even though it's not going to make any sound, so I, I think this is uh, no, no pun intended. A mute point here that uh, it's it's not going to be a. A problem because it, it's still going to track and it's still going to tell the person that there is an air tag somewhere right. on their person. But right. if you flip it around again, if if you put it on your bike or your bag and somebody steals it, having it not beep is is a good thing, right? Right. Because you know so they see it and they can toss it. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that's that's the whole you know yin yang thing with this air tag is basically if you use it to find something that somebody stole then um then the stealthiness is needed right because you don't want people to know but if you find if you put on you know somebody to stalk them then the stealthiness is bad so there's really no there's no right way to go about this at this point yeah i agree so i don't think it's much to be alarmed about other than the fact that yeah just just make sure you have uh your find my on and uh that uh, if there is an air tag that's on your person that's not yours, it will tell you, um, and check it out. Um, last story. This uh, last story in the news here this week: uh, Apple launches new iPhone 13 product pages highlighting key features. This is a Mac rumors. Apple is rolling out the new product pages for the iPhone 13 and iPhone 13 Pro that provide a simplified overview of each of the device's key features. New product pages went live in late January, and as of today, they're now prominently linked um, in the top menu bar of the iPhone page on Apple's website in the United States, Australia, Germany, United Kingdom, and other countries. Um, but if your browser cache might be still storing the old one, you might it might not be in there. I went to the page. I don't know if you guys took a look at this yet, but um, 
I, I, I like this. I mean, even go to the iPhone 13 Pro, it says, oh, so pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they really and then they're doing some great things with web 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 pages you know scrolling up and you get some really cool flashy pictures and kind of giving you kind of similar the way they present a lot of what they present during uh, events honestly with the, with the slides good. and um so I'm glad mm-hmm. to see that they're uh they're really uh flashing this up because always I know with Apple I always found that that their their product page sometimes are just kind of dull don't you think Jeff uh, they, yes, but they've been really, I think, uh, doing a lot to improve that over the mm-hmm. past couple of years. And uh, that the iPhone, the the revised iPhone 13 mm-hmm. product page is a great example of that. And honestly, I was surprised this isn't what that page was at launch. Right. Because it's not like what they're doing on this page is different from other pages that they've updated. Yeah, Exactly. So yeah, you, you go to even the thirteen. Uh, it's a uh, it's laid out nice. I, I like the way they they mm-hmm. really are, are highlighting the product and making it uh, much easier to navigate um, with this. What do you think on this, uh, Warren? Yeah, it looks good. I'm looking at it now. Um, I guess between this and the safety guy, they're they're putting their uh, writers to work. Uh, they must be bored. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So check it out. I mean, if we all already have iPhones, it's not probably you're not in the market to be looking at it, but you know, it doesn't uh, hurt to take a peek. We always like it. So uh, let's move on to the topics this week. Um, beta is iOS 15.4 beta one and iPad OS 15.4 beta one still out there, still being tested. Uh, biggest discussion uh, was uh, when it, we, we talked about it last week is the fact now you can unlock your iPhone wearing a mask without the need of having an Apple watch. And, uh, uh, Warren, you, you mentioned it in a couple posts on Mac to the future. You were saying that, uh, you tried it with your CPAP machine and it worked. Um, what, what tell us your experience on that. Yeah. So it did. Um, so I, <laughs> I wear my, my night routine is a joke, by the way. So I have a CPAP machine, I have embed. Um, I have my uh, reading glasses. I have earplugs because my wife watches the TV. So, literally, probably about you know, eighty eighteen percent of my face is actually visible to like you know the world. But so, so I'm sort of like Darth Vader nap time. Uh, I'm exactly, and, and I could actually like pull the covers completely over my head because I have the tube going to the outside. It's it's uh-huh. it's like my little bubble. But yeah, so I mean. With the CPAP and the glasses, it's been, you know, obviously a pain because you know, I don't sleep with my watch um, to have to unlock the phone. And then sometimes when uh, I'm in an app that needs it, then, you know, then it's a pain. It wants to open up LastPass to get my passwords and my LastPass won't see my face and won't take the pin and wants my master password. It's a mess. So it's like, you know, that that was a problem. So I before this all came out, there was a few people that said you could try to do it with the CPAP machine and it never worked. Mm-hmm. But this time... Yeah, I have an APAP machine and I could never, never get never my iPhone to unlock if people I... People try to do things. faces we're, like that. We're all yeah. on machines here, so it's the same with me. <laughs> yeah. We are like Darth Vader. It's like, yeah. you know... Well, I do the nostril one, so it's, it's still, but it's a yeah. real uh, So Dave and I have the same kind. Just right, the, I have, the, nostril, I have the, the nostril too. So I have the nostril while it goes... Actually, no, it actually it's it's the little pads that go around the nose. And, yeah, the, yeah, the one that Dave and I have, it's called nasal pillows. Nasal pillows. I've it. had the I've I've tried them all, but I have the one I have is covers kind of like this. Yeah, right they now. have ones that just over. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, anyways this uh, isn't this isn't this this you isn't have the Top uh, Gun uh, face mask. This isn't in so, touch with the CPAP, so let's move on. <laughs> well, that's a good show. Um, so I um yeah, so I wasn't. I think I tried it the day of uh, the beta and I, it didn't work or whatever. Mm. So I, I didn't think it was going to work, but then I had, um, then I uh, was wearing my CPAP and I had my glasses on and it said, would you like to take a face ID scan with your glasses now? And I said, okay. So I did the face ID with the scan with the glasses on and my CPAP machine on. And since then it's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, glasses and CPAP uh, unlock without the watch. Uh, so it's literally it's literally for me a game changer because uh, yeah absolutely you know, uh, you know that's how I am so I mean I have my I have my iPhone at, at my bedside and um, I 
you know, always looking over and want to unlock the phone and, the, 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 you know, putting the code in all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, this is cool. I mean, and I do have a link in the show notes here to an article on Mac Rumors and showing some of the, the steps you have to go through. Uh, face ID with the mask setup, and like Warren said, it gets the option of adding glasses. Um, and there are some other uh, other options in Face ID. Mm-hmm. It actually says use Face ID with a mask, and then you can add glasses too. So it, it yeah. will scan if you have just a regular mask on for for COVID. You, know, you have that on there, and you can add the glasses after fact. Um, so no sunglasses. No, no sunglasses. sunglasses. So yeah, that's the thing that does sunglasses. not support sunglasses. So you cannot wear your sunglasses at night, like Corey Hart says, if you want to unlock. Which is yeah. unfortunate because yeah. you know. You yeah. know, when your future's so bright, you got to wear shades. Got to wear shades, right. Mm-hmm. Um, wearing your sunglasses mm. at night. So are enough people having problems unlocking their iPhone while they wear glasses? Because like for me, I have to wear glasses to see. That's right. it. Right. And uh, and I've never had problems mm. unlocking my iPhone with, uh, uh, you know, I'm wearing my computer glasses now, my regular glasses, you know, that totally it's specifically, no, it's different specifically frame. Glasses or sunglasses. With a mask. No, this is specifically glasses and mask. Oh, glasses and mask. Okay. Yeah, the combination, right. Okay, got um, it. Now, bear in mind, everybody knows that this that there is device limitations with this new feature coming out soon with 15.4, iPhone 12 or later. So anything beyond, older than that, even though you may upgrade to 15.4, you're not going to have this feature in the older, older iPhones. So um, I think I know some people that will get a new iPhone after 15.4 comes out. Yeah. Just so that they have this feature. Yeah, makes and what sense. I said last and what I said last week too is, you know, when they did the unlock with the watch, they sat on that beta for a, you know, six, seven months. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. We were talking so, about it. So I really hope they don't, because I mean again, um, you know, knock wood every time we say this is hopefully we won't need it too much longer. But you know now, we're gonna need it for a while longer. You know, we will. And, and and good case in point, they stress this is not a replacement of the pre-existing unlock with the Apple Watch feature. They're going to keep that in place. So, uh, No, but this is better in a lot of ways. Too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I mean, it, it works, I, and it works for apps, and it works with uh, Apple Pay. It works with everything that, that I mean, right? which is, I mean, strange. Right. Because you would think that the things that like, you know, Apple Pay and the, uh, you know, the apps would be more secure with the watch. Right. And why would they have, you know, flipped it like that? But I don't know. My guess is that uh, since they have all the data about uh, about what features are being used, that they found that there's a significant number of people that are using features like Apple Pay without mm-hmm. having an Apple watch. Yeah. I, and I think there's gotta be some public pressure going on too, with you know, people are, I mean, the cry to get touch ID back on these phones for yeah. two years now with the, with the, with the COVID. It, to me, it seems driving. kind of weird. But and and okay. it, it's, it's weird. And like Apple is just like, you know, no, we're not doing that. And even though I think even this week, there was a, a leak of a prototype of uh, 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 touch ID on the back. Did you see that? Um, yeah, I'm or? calling fake it. Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> but, but still, I mean, they could they could easily have done it, right? I yeah. mean, I have an iPad Mini that does it, and you know, you could put it in the power button and still have the wall screen. So you know, I think it's principle at this point that they don't want to put touch ID back into the phones because they know this is a temporary thing, and I'd rather do a software solution temporarily until this goes away. Well, I think touch ID was always a stopgap measure. Yeah. And they, they always wanted to do face, but they, they couldn't initially. Oh, so they did touch ID. And when they could do face and they started transitioning away from touch ID. Yeah. But they're still releasing devices that are touch ID only. Yeah. Well now it's at the point where uh, <clears throat> that becomes the discount uh, right. biometric tool. Which is at first was fine because it was the 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 bezel screen with the with the actual physical touch ID button. But again, when you introduce an iPad Air, the new mm-hmm. iPad Air and the new iPad Mini, which is full screen uh, and pretty much the same screen as the Pro models at this point, mm-hmm. how much cheaper is a touch ID module than you know I don't know than the cameras? Right, right. Um, and then the other thing that that, that was mentioned this week, uh, Mac Rumor article I have here. 
Uh, iOS 15.4 beta is now going to add an option to hide the iCloud keychain security recommendations. Um, so uh, for iCloud keychain passwords, Apple has long offered security recommendations for weak, non-prize, and repeated passwords that need updating for maximum protection. But there might be some situations where you might have to have passwords that can't be changed or and those annoying alerts you can't get rid of because of that fact. Um, but this is going to change in uh, uh, iOS 15.4. Which is uh, that you're going to give that op? They're going to have the option you you can ask it to uh, bypass the uh, the is it that particular password. You know, good rec- good suggestion might be something like uh, like you have a password for your router or something that you can't change or or something well, like that. But I mean, I know it's not, so, like, it's not just that. But you, we get all these. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've gotten when that first came out. How many panic customers and users called you up saying, you know, I've been hacked, right? Because oh, that too. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's like, no, this is coming up for everybody. This is normal. And it's, they're right. It's a bad, it should have been off by default and on, you know, on if you want to turn it on. Because so right. many people think that that's a, that they've been hacked or they, you know, because it literally says your password might have been compromised, you know, at this point. So, you, you know, they, they, I think having it on was smart because so many people would have no idea why they would need to have this alert when it's important. What they needed to do was have much better wording because the, I mean, the wording has people freaking out thinking that, that uh, they've been hacked and when in fact they almost certainly have not. And and you're not, I mean, even me in the, in the tech industry, I, when I first got that, I tried to go through all my passwords and like change them all. And like, you know, after like 50%, I'm like, F, F this, I'm not doing this anymore because it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of work, you know, it is. Through, it's okay, a lot just, of work. Just look at my one password. How many things I would, I probably should change. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to do. So last pass does the same thing. One password does it. I'm sure it gives you the same kind of thing. Yeah. Even now, like edge, if you install edge on a, or Chrome, it tells you the same thing too. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, the wording, Jeff is right. The wording is not good for um, typical normal users. They they don't they read that and think that they've been hacked. They freak. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see once that releases how it goes out to, to the public, other than beta, beta testers. Um, so uh, we just keep covering beta here. If you, can did we did we talk about universal control? Did we talk? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Um, unless yeah. you have something else to add about universal control. Uh, yeah, last week I, it was just out for the day, and I started. Uh, I I kind of played with it a little bit, but now I'm playing with it more. And uh, just an update is, you know, you start to learn the um, on the MacBook Pro is when I'm using it on. Uh, you start to learn the uh, trackpad uh, shortcuts um, to control, you know, open, you know, quitting apps and opening apps and scrolling across. So once you get the jive of doing that, it's a uh, it's nice, actually. It's it's actually nice. Uh, and Jeff, I remember last week was saying this is going to be a big thing for you. I haven't actually tried transferring things back and forth like you're going to do, but just you know, being able to control the actual. Uh, and, and what I did down here too is um, you could hook up your iPad to an external monitor and use mm-hmm. uh, and use universal control pretty nicely too with the hmm. the trackpad. See, so doesn't this just keep getting cooler? Yeah, it does. It's it's got some. It's got. I mean, it's nice. Again, on you know the M1 Max that we all, would, at least Dave and I have, we could do most of that kind of stuff already because it runs most of the uh, iOS apps, anyways, for you True. for the most part. But but no, I play with it. I you know hooked it up to a monitor. I I got used to some of the controls, uh, some of the shortcuts, and it's 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 nice. It is nice. Okay, great. No, thanks. Awesome. I, I completely forgot to because uh, we only we only had in our hands like a day, and yeah, that isn't yeah. isn't a fair review of, of that. So yeah. I'm like, um, how do I how do I do this? How do I? Yeah, open I mean, it? I, I don't know was, what to do. Yeah, we were saying it was the same. So yeah, it's it's definitely uh definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting how how well how it works. So um, next topic I want to talk about is VPN and just kind of give a little bit of a of a background of VPN and, and really how important is it to, to really have it on your iPhone or your iPad. Uh, Google announced uh, this week as we record uh, that uh, they, they've now made 
Google One VPN available on for iPhone and iPad users, um, and they announced that uh, this week. Uh, and it's been only an, a year and a half after promising it to the devices because, of course, they only had it on Android. Uh, this has been around since October 2020. We're in well, January 2022 here, uh, February 2022, that is. Uh, and um, it is now available to Google One members. that ha- You have to have a two-terabyte premium plan, and it's priced out at $10 a month or $99 a year. Uh, to add that addition to the VPN functionality. Uh, so I guess my thought is, would you, would you guys trust Google to be your VPN? I just, no, I, I just can't. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I trust any VPN to be my VPN, to be honest with you. you, you everybody says this is good and that's good. And then there's always a story about it having a problem. So, I mean, it's better than nothing, but I wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't, government secrets or anything crazy on it so yeah it's uh you know some people say any vpn is better than no vpn and that's actually not true right especially don't 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 even deal with those free ones <laughs> right and, and a vpn yeah. that says hey 30 dollars lifetime license yeah well no yeah, like That's, setup. Setup has a, VP, a couple of VPNs, right? Um, you know, I'm looking at it, and they they do. They have, you know, it includes some of the VPNs that you can get as part as, of setup. Does it have it as uh, an iOS as too? Uh, yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I don't know what uh, VPNs setup has because I've always been a Tunnel Bear user, and yeah. I, and I went with them because <clears throat> they, I mean, they're they're flexible, they're reasonably priced, and I can. And I have unlimited data across five devices, but also because they do the their annual transparency report mm-hmm. where you know they have another company come in and audit all of their systems. And then they take that report and publish it, just put it out on their website for anyone to see. And uh, and I like that transparency. But uh, you know, a company okay. like Google where their business is our data, um, they have, just by nature of what they do, broken a trust with me so that I just automatically assume that that uh, a VPN that they provide to me, even though I'm paying for it, is going to have a way for them to be able to uh, to access whatever is passing through my VPN data stream. Yeah. Um, so, so it does, just real fast, uh, setup does have clear VPN, clear, both, clear VPN, which is uh, for both iOS and for the Mac. So it does for, have a free version of it. Yeah, MacPaw, who, who also right. does clean my Mac and a lot of other great apps. Um, but like, how, you know, do we trust it? I mean, it's technically it comes with this program, but I well, mean, no, yeah. it's clear. You could buy clear P- VPN on its own if you didn't have setup. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, but and I and I, you, you mentioned Tunnelbear, uh, uh, Jeff. I mean, I. I'm currently a customer of a Surf um, uh, Surfshark, which is uh, actually not a bad okay. VPN. I, I I felt comfortable with it. You know, it wasn't too terribly expensive. I was on. I, I did have uh, I did have ExpressVPN, but I think they've just become just so commercial at this point. You know, you hear them mm-hmm. advertising pretty much every podcast you come across and 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 elsewhere, and they were kind of pricey. So. But I mean, yeah, I looked at Tunnel Bear, and I think that's a that's a pretty good choice. But I guess my question is going to be to you guys. Do you think it's important to have a VPN available on your iPad and your iPhone? I mean, do you really think you need it? If if you're going to be joining what I will call untrusted networks, like you you use public networks, you go to a coffee shop okay. and use a Wi-Fi network there. Yes, and uh, and the reason I think it's important there, even though uh, when you're talking to a web page that's using HTTPS you still want to have a way to keep the whatever it is that you're doing as private as possible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so like if I, if I have email coming in and out, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that no one can intercept any data from that in the coffee shop. I want to make sure that, that any web page requests that I have going out uh, there, there's, there's no one that's going to be intercepting any of my data between my computer and the server I'm trying to hit. And I mean, there's so many people that can just get a super cheap laptop 
right and then install something like um like um yeah uh wireshark yeah that's and go sit in a coffee shop and and i've sat there with uh, packet sniffers watching what other people sure. are doing in coffee shops mm-hmm. so that when uh when i can when i see someone that's obviously uh trying to sniff all, all the data that uh uh you know i can get up walk over to them and tell them i know exactly what you're doing and it's time for you to leave the coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> apparently every now and then i just get i'm not gonna buy your pants i'm sorry i don't <laughs> yeah and i'm not gonna buy your pants I mean... so it's it's time for you to move on um yeah, every now and then I I just get all pissy like that. And, uh, yeah, a lot of these VPN programs, like I'm just looking to clear VPN that they're selling for the iPad and iOS. Strictly are selling it for, uh, you know, so you can watch things that aren't in your country, and that's literally what they're saying yeah. to do it for. Um, and, yeah, you know, and, see, and that's a hard thing because that means they have to keep changing up uh, IP addresses right. and uh, because. Yeah. All, all these streaming services, they figure out uh, the the like the digital thumbprint, if you will, mm-hmm. for the VPNs, so they can block that. So yeah, yeah. Th- that's okay. that's a pain if you're going to sit there and and try and keep your VPN so that people can use it for uh, uh, spoofing their country for streaming. Yeah, I forgot to turn on my VPN and I got a little nasty note from my uh, from my ISP saying that I borrowed a movie I shouldn't have borrowed. So that's another reason. <laughs> okay, um, so we we got links in the show notes for the ones that we recommend. I mean, Surfshark's one I use. Uh, ExpressVPN is okay. Uh, TunnelBear is another one that 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 uh, Jeff uses. And then we just talked about ClearVPN as a, as available. You can buy that uh, standalone, or if you have a set Epic subscription on your Mac, which also includes iOS devices, uh, you can um, you can you can get that as well. So uh, uh, I guess the consensus is, yeah. I mean, if you feel like you're going to be in public uh, places like a Starbucks or any any public Wi-Fi that you're connected to, then yeah, it's probably not a bad idea to to have a VPN running. Um, uh, Especially if you that. see Jeff sitting at the table. That's true. He'll be sniffing you. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm, I'm doing like this, looking mm, at my screen and then mm, yeah. there you are. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay. Let's uh, move on to another topic here. Uh, I throw out this question. Should you reboot your iPhone, your iPad, your Apple Watch, and even your Apple TV for that matter? Um, the, the myths are out there. Is it really something that you really should have to do and should you be doing it? Um, all the time? Should you be doing it once a week? So, you, you know, uh, I guess, uh, Warren, I'll start with you. What, what do you, uh, do you reboot your iPhone, your iPad at any given time in the next, maybe in a, a week, a month, a year? Um, no, sometimes I'll clean it a little bit. My iPad, my, my FM more than I would do. Like, you know, I would clean it to the point where if I don't turn it off, it's going to, you know, do things I don't want it to do. Um, so I'll turn it off and reboot it that way. But, my wife, uh, just just an example. My wife um, called me over uh, and said her phone, her uh, iPhone 13, wasn't charging either by MagSafe or the or the cable. We mm-hmm. would do it here and there, uh, and, and sure enough, I went over to MagSafe and I put my phone on her. It was fine. I put hers on. It didn't charge. I said, "Well, no, let's reboot it." And that fixed it. So I mean, yeah, it you know it does could fix things. You know, I mean, I know it's not supposed to. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jeff? Do you do you reboot your your iPhone, your iPad? Uh, I I don't have a, a schedule, so my 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 iOS devices get rebooted when they get software updates because that's part of the software update, right? Uh, or if something is just simply not working right on the device and I can't figure out how to fix it, you know, like mm-hmm. changing settings isn't working. And then just like Warren did with uh, with his wife's iPhone, you do a reboot and uh, and then typically whatever the the weird problem was is gone. But like setting a schedule, well, you need to reboot your iPhone once a week so that it can run whatever background thing to keep everything healthy. No, no. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, there's there's two ways really to shut your phone down. Or And this replies to iPad too. Um, uh, on the iPad, if you just want to use buttons, you, you push the volume up, the volume down, and then hold the side button in. 
and and then the slide bar will come up to if you just want to do a power down and then that then that slides across and that'll power down the device but if you want to do what's called a hard reset that's hard resetting it do exactly what i just mentioned you push the power up i mean i'm sorry the volume up volume down you got to do it in in succession and then hold the side button in and just keep holding it until finally the apple logo shows up and that means it, it hard reset uh, your device and then that's like that basically is a reboot um, you don't probably have to do that as often. I think, if anything, just doing a power down is probably sometimes more more or less sufficient because that's basically mm-hmm. like a shutdown and reboot, similar to what you do with your computer. Um, but there are times, you know, and I mean, like I said, I, I kind of use the word myth because it is a myth. How do you really do you really need to do this? And especially with hard resets, I would always promote. Yeah, you probably just want a hard reset so, and then go through the steps I just mentioned uh, to do it. But I don't know. Um, is if it's as important these days that just doing this kind of a power down, like I just like I just mentioned. Yeah. Did, you want to add anything, I'm a, Jeff? I'm a I'm a chronic app quip, app quitter. I that's the other thing too. I was going to yeah, mention. and yeah, and uh, <laughs> I mean, for you, Warren, you're probably not doing anything that's going to cause a problem for you. But realistically, shouldn't quit apps. But sometimes you do, and again, I've worked, so, yeah. so I mean, I've worked yes. in you know an old age community, and a lot of times it's basically they have an app that they just never quit, and it's not working. So I, you know, I get used to. And, also, yeah, funny, and that's fun, a perfect example of when to do it. Yeah, and funny story, real fast, is with the uh, the the elderly is uh, half of them would turn off literally power down their iPads and iPhones, like. All, every day because that's what they're used to turning it off and i'm like so of course they would you know bring it to me and ask me to fix it or help them with it and we would have to i would look at it i'm like oh, it's not working you gotta wait for it to turn on and i'm like you don't have to do this so yeah i mean so you know just people who grew up with computers no to you know that they always said to shut down things and and quit apps and you know it it stays with you um so sure yeah i mean you're you're not ruining anything by quitting apps all the time no uh but if you're if you let an app just go into its sleep state without quitting it then the system is managing the data and all the other resources and uh, some, some so, you know, it's like you're, you're not using as much battery potentially. No, and, it's not. That, I mean, but I've seen, again, I've seen enough examples where an app is not working unless you quit it and go back in. So, oh, of course. And I've had that happen more times than I can count as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I don't go through my, through my running app list and, and just start, uh, Flicking up and get rid of getting rid of everything. It's I love, I love flipping up. It's great. It's yeah. like yeah. I think it's I, people I, who I are have no idea how much is running on my iPhone it's, it's right therapeutic now. For I think it's it's if people get a, who are OCD do that. It's like oh, I don't want these apps running. Oh my god. Oh, let me, let me yeah, but the these. thing is, those apps aren't running. No, I know they they're, they're yeah. just there. But they they don't. Really, holy crap! Yeah. Holy well, crap! It, I have so much stuff that's just many, sitting there. Well, how many Safari tabs do you have? <laughs> that's right. I showed. I, did I show my mom or what? Some, some, either my wife or my my mom had like 150 Safari tabs open, and I, I showed them how to delete all at one time, and like it's like, like the the the, the heavens opened up. It was it was amazing for them. I have 60 tabs open right now. See, that just annoys me. And, and I and I did that, uh, no, you close some me. just recently. Yeah, that that's I. I can't work like that. I mean, and I don't know. And, and Dave says it's OCD, but kind of is. I mean, it, I mean, to me, it, it gets kind of, yeah, it kind of, it, it makes my work. It makes, it makes things more difficult for me to have all those open stuff. I mean, look at that. Some, some of these tabs have been open so long that they don't even have thumbnails anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff. So, those are our, those are our, our views, and, and you do as you want. I mean, that's the that's the beauty of of, the, of your iOS device is uh, the fact you you can shut it down if you want to. You can leave it as it is, uh, but just take our recommendations uh, that that if you got something that just isn't just if you feel like your phone or your iPad is not running so just so right, then yeah, just power it down and then restart it. It just can't hurt at all. So, um, 
let's move a little bit. I would just, I, and we don't have to have a huge discussion about this other than the fact that it's, you know, we, we, uh, how much all we all love Facebook, right? Well, they, um, they announced yesterday as we record this, that they had uh, reported 33.66 billion in revenue. Uh, of course, it's not really Facebook. It's meta. I'm sorry. That's their new company name now. Uh, and, um, it, uh, in in uh, but the thing is they they say they lost took a loss of almost uh, uh, ten billion dollars in loss uh, because they're blaming Apple and the app privacy that that, that they implemented. Uh, I believe it was iOS fourteen. Um, and without going through all the details of what uh, what Facebook and Meta is complaining about, they're losing ad revenue because we we're, we're being protected by Apple with uh, these ad. Uh, with the with the ad, ad privacy, and we've had plenty of discussion about this on previous shows. How, how great this is, and the fact of the matter that we can go into our, into the privacy settings now and say and choose to, that this app does not track us. Um, well, I'm sorry, and, and I and I know, Warren, you're 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 a big big Facebook guy. You like Facebook, and I, I don't have anything against Facebook either. But um, I mean, to celebrate, you know, to celebrate a company losing all, the, you know, you know. I'm yeah, not celebrating I it. I, I just I wanted to just have it as as a just it's just, just a conversation uh, yeah. here to to but say people are yeah, but people do, and I mean yeah, people don't like Mark, and I get that, but right, but you know, they employ a lot of people. You know, people work there. They sure uh, do. You know, the you know, and I know like we don't like things about it, but as I just said, I worked at a, at a retirement community, and you know, Facebook literally kept a lot of these people alive. You know because they were able to, to see their family and talk to their people right. that they grandkids like. and there's no, and there's, that was almost like the only way to do it. So, um, you know, again, it's their business model is their business model. And, you know, people hate that, you know, they're tracking us, um, more than we want to, but, you know, if we were an advertisement and we had a way to do that, then we would, because that's the best way to, to try, you know, that's, Targeted advertisement is the best kind of advertisement. We have the option to turn it off. Great. It's good. Um, you know, but the, the, you know, people, listen, people celebrate Apple, you know, losing money too. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, you know, don't like Apple and, you know, you know, we talk about, you know, they lost a lot of money, but, you know, Zuckerberg's and everybody else are still rich, but that's true with every company. No matter what company is out there, there's always going to be the high-end people that are rich and have a lot of good money who are a successful company and people don't like that. So that's all, you know, it, it is what it is. So, What, what do you think, Jeff? Um, Warren, you have a lot of excellent points. And uh, yeah, uh, Celebrating a company losing money just because you don't like the company. Uh, okay. Well, to me, that's kind of weird, but whatever. I guess that's human nature. Um, yeah. I mean, Facebook, regardless of how you feel about them, Facebook uh, is providing jobs that that are letting people feed their families and have a roof over their head and providing uh uh, benefits so that they can go to the doctor and uh, and if you know and, and deal with their medical issues. So that's great. And uh, uh, the, here, here's the issue that I have though: if Facebook is losing money because Apple is taking uh, measures to help improve user privacy, then there's a problem with Facebook's business model exactly. because Facebook shouldn't be dependent on other companies, not protecting the privacy of their users. And, uh, and so I think in that sense, Facebook has, has become so focused on the, uh, the advertising targeted advertising through extensive user tracking. They become so focused on that part of their revenue model yeah. that they have let other potential uh, revenue generators uh, languish or at least not get the uh, the attention that they could. And, uh, and this feels in some ways like a company putting too many of their investment eggs in one basket when maybe they should have more baskets. 
Yeah. And yeah, they, they mentioned Google um, in a couple of the articles too. Right. That isn't doing as bad as, as Facebook with this uh, because exactly what Jeff said, they, they had plan B and C um, in place. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. well, you know, part of this, I think, has to do with the overall maturity of the company leadership. Uh, look, look at Google. They have leadership that has a lot more life experience than the top leadership at Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg came out of college riding the wave that of success that Facebook has. And he does not have the life experience to really, uh, I, I think, effectively lead his company the way that someone else that that has been through more life than he has could. Yeah. Wow, that was a hard sentence to get all the words. No, in. I hope, it but makes you sense. got the point across. Yeah, but, uh, but, just, but that's true for most. If you look at a lot of these successful big companies, I mean, Musk is a crazy person and uh oh sure you know, oh, bill gates at first was a crazy person I mean, right i mean and, they, and yeah and all, look at the trouble that microsoft had because yeah. they they had people that were not uh uh emotionally mature enough to uh really appreciate and understand the the uh business success that they were having right but that's yeah. a that's a product of the 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 tech industry. I mean, these people weren't yes. starting. These people weren't starting financial institutions with you know, like you know, coming out of like you know, twenty years of working for a financial institution and creating one. These are people who there wasn't an industry that invented the industry, and that's what and, and this it. is a side effect of of yeah. that. Yeah, and that's that's why the next person. I mean, that's why Microsoft you know put in somebody more you know. Sadella, uh, whatever his name is, doing a great job. Sat- Satya Nadella. Oh, yeah, that's Sadella. I I combined his first and last name. We do that. We're on a first name basis now. So I thought that. Satya. Satya. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, I mean, so you know, this is the first iteration of these companies, and you know, eventually, if these continue on, I think you know they'll mature uh, as they go on. But um, yeah, it's. I, I think a lot of people are more mad at the people behind the companies than they are of the company. So Tesla is a good example. Right. Uh, Facebook is a good example. Um, you, even uh, Microsoft was a good example until they kind of changed things. So, um, right. you know, people, you know, people don't like rich, rich kids, that, you but, know, rich, nerdy kids that did well. And so, you know, so, so just to wrap up this, this, uh, um, this topic is we're in over time here. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm proud with Apple and the fact that they, they really pushed to get this privacy in place. I mean, that for us having the, and everybody having an Apple device has the ability to protect themselves from, from, for, with privacy. If they choose not to be, uh, want to be tracked and, and find out things, then, then so be it. That's great. They're able to do it. But some of us are fine with being tracked and, and just let it be. I mean, it's just like the letters you get in the mail. Do you want to opt out or opt in? Do you want to opt out of uh, like your credit card, you know, selling your data, that kind of stuff. So that's a whole nother debate. So, uh, but, but I, I think that Apple has done a great job with this and, uh, and kudos to them and, and to continue on with that. So um, uh, with that, let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up here. We are uh, a little over time, but it was a great lively conversation and a great show here. So, uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. Uh, you can support the show here uh, and by buying me a coffee. And you can go to this URL. It's InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. And we would really appreciate you supporting the show. And uh, uh, just uh, go into that again, InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. Um, make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you are notified when we are live streaming on our YouTube page and our YouTube channel, excuse me, at youtube.com slash dayg65. You can also watch past shows there as well. Visit uh, In Touch With iOS Magazine on Flipboard. Jeff just uh, subscribed. You want to you check that out. And uh, we have the, many of the articles that uh, we talk about this week always are flipped there, and you can go back and refer back to them. It's great information there. You also can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at intouchwithios.com where all the ways to all 
Discord ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Jeff Gamut, thanks again, as always, for being here. Where can people find you? Uh, well, thanks for having me back yet again. And uh, and I stand by what I said when I had unfettered control of the live stream. Clone <laughs> Wars is still overall the best Star Wars that that we've been given. Gonna have to um, put that as a clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jay Gamut on both youtubecom Gamut for my videos and uh, uh, Thursdays on the Big Show, Fridays on the Mac Show. Uh, most Tuesdays on In Touch. No, that's this show. Yeah. Mac Voices Live. Some Thursdays on In Touch with iOS. There we go. And uh, I get around. I'm easy to find. Get around, around. And then, Warren, where do people find you? Oh, here. And? Um, sometimes uh, uh, on Chuck's thing on Tuesday, not this week. Chuck's thing something. on Tuesday. Just thing. Mac Voices Live, Just, Tuesday nights, then, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. <laughs> and, and on the evil, evil Facebook page, uh, Mac to the Future, um, where you could talk uh, freely about uh, anything technology related. Uh, and, Absolutely. And we, we do not track you, although we, we might. You know, you know we, we we, we target ad you in the fact that we know that you like Apple products for the most part. That's that's all we know about you. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I thank everybody for listening. I hope thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed the show. We had a great time. And we'll talk again soon. <laughs>